Hey, we're gonna we're gonna put it a lot into this one now. Episode show number twelve of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Coach Doug, Coach Doug Peterson has been named the, and I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coach Doug Peterson has been named the AFC, the AFC Coach of the Year. Uh, Doug was out in public at an event a couple of nights ago, and I really like this about Doug. I, I heard him say, now you know we've got to do one, and everybody said, D- Duval. Doug leads the team in that, leading the crowd in that. Jacksonville Jaguars, the AFC South Division champions. They now have the AFC Coach of the Year. You got free agent guys like Arden Key saying, hey, I want to be here. I believe Evan Ingram, the tight end, has echoed that. And I know the team wants to bring him back. Right tackle Jawan Taylor had a pretty good season most of the year at right tackle. And, you know, he's one of those free agents the Jaguars are going to have to show the money to. I don't think there's much of a thing called a hometown discount anymore. I think it's more like restructuring where you can fit everybody under the salary cap, of course. You're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're brought to you by Elegant Time Travel. That's exactly right. You're looking to go to Canton, Ohio. Tony Baselli got in in uh, 2022. Man, you know, he should have got in two years earlier. Hey, the great thing is not only can Tony get into the Hall of Fame, but you can too. You can take a trip. You can at least take a trip and view the Pro Football Hall of, Mu- Hall of Fame Museum. And that's the Pro Football Hall of Fame Museum. Up in Canton, Ohio, the trip will be June the 8th through June the 12th of 2022. I believe it's 2023. I'm sorry. You know, that this is that time of the year when you, you know, start writing the dates out. And you got to remember, it's 2023. We are recording this podcast on January the 26th of 2023. So sometimes it takes me a full month to get used to the, the new year. Uh, if you'd like to go on the Pro Football Hall of Fame trip, you know, there's going to be a lot of fun ahead. I mean, uh, you're going to get to check out the Pro Football Hall of Fame Museum, the bust, the old films, the old uniforms, the old helmets, et cetera, et cetera. Take a tour of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame Museum, which Dee um, Dee McDermott, who's running the trip, said, I believe he said it's four or five blocks from the actual Pro Football Hall of Fame, the uh, Tom Benson Hall of Fame uh, football stadium. If you'd like to go, if you'd like to go on this wonderful Pro Football Hall of Fame trip, which is coming up June the 8th through June the 12th, now is the time to get the details. Call Dee Dee McDermott for your questions and concerns or to book your trip. Contact Dee Dee McDermott at 904-442-3810. That is 904-442-3810 to book your trip or ask any questions. That's Dee Dee McDermott at Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment. The uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast. The Teal Shirt Report podcast also brought to you by Saucer Realty and Capital for your North Florida real estate needs. You know, whether you're buying and selling real estate, 
um, in North Florida. Larry Saucer can take care of your real estate uh, concerns and needs, whether you're doing deals, because Larry is doing deals in Jacksonville, Gainesville, Live Oak, Lake City, almost every area in between in North Florida, and a little bit south of that North Florida line as well. Remember, Saucer Realty and Capital, they do an outstanding job on land appraisals as well. Larry's done that for years and years. So remember, Saucer Realty and Capital, for your real estate needs in North Florida, whether it's home, residential, business, or commercial real estate, it is Saucer Realty and Capital. And if you'd like to find the link uh, to contact Saucer Realty and Capital, go to our website, scroll our homepage at bigjreport.com. That's bigjreport.com. When you get all the way down, scroll and scroll and get all the way down to our uh, North Florida weather information, our 24-7 North Florida weather information, about halfway through the weather, you'll find a link about halfway through the weather for Saucer Realty and Capital. Click on the link, and you'll be on um, the website for Saucer Realty and Capital. we got more of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. Also brought to you by LakeUfallHits.com, great internet radio, where, hey, it's all good. Recognizable hits Monday through Friday during the banker's hours from early in the morning till late in the afternoon, Monday through Friday. And then at night... We're talking about Hits 2000s. Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights at LakeUfallHits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. Late at night, album tracks, deep cuts, unique songs, late at night at LakeUfallHits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. And don't forget uh, Saturdays. Saturdays is Rock Saturdays. Rock Saturdays each Saturday. At LakeUfallHits.com, great internet radio, again, where it's all good. Don't forget about the Mad Max Mix, the Wednesday night, the internet radio Wednesday night music request show from 6 until 8 o'clock Central Time. That's 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. You know, I think I actually caught the tail end of Max's show this past Wednesday. I sent Max a text, and they said, man, great songs. He was playing He was playing some, some Pink Floyd then I heard Marvin Gaye, great assortment of songs, a good variety. Whether you like classic rock or music, pop classics from years gone by, Max will also give you a story for almost every song and artist or singer that he plays. And that's the Mad Max Mix each Wednesday night, the themadmaxmix.weebly.com. And I guess we've got the easy-to-click-on links on our website at BigJReport.com. BigJReport.com. Go to our Neighbors 2 section or the Outside the Box section. Scroll the Neighbors 2 section and the Outside the Box section. And you will actually find the easy-to-click-on links for the Mad Max Mix, the Internet Radio Wednesday night music request show from 6 to 8 Central Time. That's 7 to 9 Eastern time with Mad Max. Mad Max has his special mix of music. That's why the show is called the Mad Max Mix each Wednesday night. The Mad Max Mix.weebly.com. More of the Teal 
Shirt Report podcast coming up. Stand by and stay tuned. Hey, welcome into the T.O. Shirt Report podcast. Another segment for you. Episode show number 12 now. When I think about number 12, man, there was a lot of number 12s that played quarterback in the NFL. I got to go back to the first number 12 for me. Had to have been Joe Willie Namath. I was a little bit young to follow, and he was before my time at Alabama. He did play his college ball at Alabama. And if you watch, and I would highly recommend you watch one of the Joe Namath documentaries that pop up on YouTube. They're very, very good. I think there's two or three of them out there. But I kind of picked up on Joe when I was a young kid. You know, I was probably six, seven, eight years old. Joe's playing quarterback for the New York Jets. The Jets actually came to Jacksonville and played a couple of preseason games back in the early 70s. And I want to say I, as a kid, I went to both of those games. That was actually the beginnings of Jacksonville, Florida, getting on the stage to getting an NFL team, you know, getting an NFL team some 20 years later when the Jaguars were born in 1993 and started playing their games in 1995. So a quick tidbit, Joe Namath, in my opinion, you know, stats are different now than they were then because it was bumping or uncoverage. The quarterbacks, it was tougher for them to complete passes than it is now. No doubt. But whether it was tougher to complete passes back then than it is now, one thing you can't take away from Joe Namath, the Super Bowl guarantee, the Super Bowl win, and I'm going to tell you, the guy through, I still think the prettiest 50-yard pass I've ever seen. I, I think Andrew Luck threw a good one, too. Andrew Luck kind of prematurely retired. Um, Joe Namath played a long time, longer than people thought he would. His last year was with the L.A. Rams, of all teams. Um, Joe had a great career. You know, won a Super Bowl. Joe Willie Namath, probably the first number 12 I remember. Back in the day, back in the, you know, late 60s, mainly the early 1970s for me. Joe Namath, number 12. This is episode show number 12. Jaguars got some things coming up. It's, you know, the, um, not so much a controversy, but the conversation about who the Jags are going to try to keep, who they'll resign, who they won't, who they may possibly take in the next NFL draft. And, you know, the thing is, it's going to be a little different this time. The Jags aren't drafted in the top four or five. They're drafted 24th in the draft, which makes things, I'm going to say, at this point, even better because I think the Jags need to grab a lineman, an offensive lineman at 24, a defensive lineman at 24, and that may be the, the part of the draft where you get them guys. 
Now, I'm assuming, you know, and I could be wrong for assuming this, but I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to do everything they can to sign tight end Evan Ingram. I was looking at his highlight reel earlier. The guy made some plays from, from midseason on. I think the Jags will do everything they can to sign Evan Ingram. I think they're going to make an attempt to uh, re-sign right tackle Jawan Taylor. Um, I think they bring Arden Key back if the price doesn't get, you know, crazier than it should because Arden Key had a good year for the Jaguars. Marvin Jones Jr. on the last year of his contract will probably not be back with the Jaguars, you know, unless there's unless he really takes a, a low deal. Um, and maybe Marvin Jones Jr. is ready to retire. I don't know. He's played a long time in the NFL. So that's kind of my take on some of the players. There's a lot of Jaguars players that are still under that rookie contract. Thank goodness for that. Like, you know, Travis Etienne, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, you got a quarterback, a guy that really in his second year, midseason on, really became a franchise quarterback. Everybody knew or thought that he would. But that makes more players want to hang around. Now, then you've got you've got these players like Christian Kirk under contract, Zay Jones under contract. You got Calvin Ridley coming in. Um, does the fact that Calvin Ridley's coming in, if he's reinstated like everybody says he will be after being suspended for a year for, you know, admittedly or allegedly uh, betting on NFL football games, it's interesting. Oh, and Pete Rose will never get instated in ba- reinstated in baseball or he'll never be in the Hall of Fame, but Calvin Ridley can, can bet on NFL games and be back playing the next year. As Jag fans, as Jaguars fans, we hope he will get to play. And without a doubt, it looks like he will. Um, so you're going to have, you know, Calvin Ridley, a lot of people consider that Calvin Ridley, uh, after the trade was made by general manager Trent Baalke, and again, as we mentioned, Coach Doug Peterson's been named the AFC Coach of the Year. But after the Ridley trade was done a few weeks ago, people said, you know, Ridley probably – on this roster now is probably the best Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver. Christian Kirk had a great year. Zay Jones did a lot of good things off and on. Um, so you got Ridley. And then there's people that say, you know, Ridley's a number one, or maybe he's a 1B. He's still got a lot to prove. And he's got to get reinstated before he can even play. And But apparently he's going to be reinstated uh, most likely – after the Super Bowl sometime, uh, probably by mid, I guess, mid to late February, somewhere in there. Um, we'll take a look at the team still playing football. There's only four teams left. Uh, today is January the 27th of 2023. Uh, there was a pretty interesting basketball game the other day that went to quadruple overtime that uh, Raymond Bureau, the voice of Trinity High School football, was involved in, and I think we might have, we had a lot of, we had some stats on that game, and apparently some of the stats were, you know, corrected. However, you know, the game, the game itself was 119 to 115, 
Uh, Trinity Baptist College won the game. They, they're a little bit lower level college uh, basketball team, but man, they have a very good program. There's a lot of basketball teams in Jacksonville, JU, of course, UNF. Uh, Trinity Baptist College plays a little bit of a lower level. Uh, Trinity Baptist College, let's see, Trinity Baptist College went on the road and played a game for the ages at Florida Gateway College. And that was on January the 24th, just, you know, about two, three days back. Um, this was the old, if you don't remember them as Lake City Community College, that's what they used to be known as. Now they're known as Gateway College, you know, over in Columbia County, Lake City, if you will. Trinity Baptist College went on the road and played a game for the ages at Florida Gateway College. Um, Trinity Baptist College outlasted the Wolves 119 to 115. I'm reading a um, little, actually a little post by John D. Jones. Four overtimes. How about that? Four overtimes. Now, that score in a college basketball game, 119 to 115, is kind of reminiscent to some of the old JU basketball games back in the early 1970s. The game went four overtimes. I don't even think J.U. had the overtimes. They were putting up points without overtimes like that. Um, so, again, the Trinity Basketball College Eagles rallied in the second half, uh, forced four overtimes to win at Florida Gateway. And uh, we were going to try to pull up the points. Okay, we got a, we did get an, we did get an update on the scoring in the four overtimes. And apparently... In the last podcast, I think we might have had the points off slightly from Raymond Bureau, but now it's been corrected. Xavier Rose scored 29 points. And Zach, and I'll try to pronounce the last name correctly, Zach Kiedi. Zach Kiedi had 24 points and Xavier Rose had 29 points. So I hope I got the point totals correct now. Um, that's right. Raymond Bureau said the stats correction. There were... The stats were messed up, apparently. Xavier had 29 points. Zach had 24 points in the game. Again, Xavier Rose scored 29 points. And Zach Kiedi, Kiedi had 24 points. Trinity Baptist College, big win on the road. Now, that's not that long a road trip. That's about an hour down the road west. But that was men's basketball. Trinity Baptist College Eagles. Rallied in the second half to force four overtimes in that, that huge win at Florida Gateway. 119 to 115. You don't see too many college basketball games like that anymore. Uh, Trinity Baptist College's four overtime win on Monday night. Raymond Bureau said it was actually played Monday night. And which means that was that was actually what a January twenty third game of twenty twenty three, and again that was just that was earlier in the week, and since then the uh, scorebook has been corrected. Uh, Xavier Rose scored twenty nine points. Zach Kiedi had twenty four points in that game, and we are you know we're going to be updating college basketball. Ju plays in Jacksonville, right here in the city of Jacksonville. UNF. Uh, Big-time basketball program with a really good coach. JU's got a good coach in his second year now as well. And uh, we'll be following some of the fortunes of the, you know, the local college basketball teams. 
uh, the Florida Gators have a new coach in uh, Todd Golden now. I'll be inter- I'll be interested to see how Mike White does at Georgia. I mean, I never thought I would have thunk it a Florida coach going to Georgia, but it just kind of worked out that way. Mike White is now the coach of the Georgia Bulldogs, so we'll have some updates on on college basketball on the podcast you know, in the next few episodes as well. Of course, this is the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We mainly cover the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and, of course, we do some other area sports as well. The final four teams in the NFL playoffs now. It's coming up this Sunday. These are the conference championship games. This is conference championship weekend. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals play at the KC Chiefs. Let's talk about the early game. The early game at 3 o'clock. And years ago, they used to play the early game at 1 o'clock, but the early game now is 3 o'clock p.m. It's all kind of predicated on TV and NFL profits. I'll say the G word, greed. Officiating, you got to keep an eye on officiating in these championship games. I think the Super Bowl is probably better officiated. And, And you might have to read between the lines of what I'm saying here, but I think the Super Bowl is better officiated than these championship games and divisional playoff games. Here we go. Got San Francisco and Philadelphia. And you know, the cool thing about the final four this year of the NFL, all these teams have really, really good records. San Francisco is 15 and four. They're playing at the Philadelphia Eagles, 15 and three. Philadelphia is a two and a half point favorite at home. My source likes Philadelphia to win the game to win the game by about four points and the total will go under in that Philly San Francisco game. One of the scores, you know, that I'm seeing out there is is a a consensus score from one of my sources says Philadelphia can win this game. Philadelphia 24, San Francisco 20. It's not my prediction, but it's one of my sources predictions. So, Philadelphia could slightly cover the two-and-a-half-point spread by winning by four points. That's a 3 o'clock game this Sunday, January the 29th of 2023. I think I I did it again. You know, I'm putting – you know, when the new year starts, it takes me almost a full month to get used to the – you know, to the – it takes me almost a full month to get used to the new year of 2023. I think we've said 2023 a lot, so we're kind of used to the new year. So that – that San Francisco 49ers at Philadelphia Eagles game will be played NFC Championship game this Sunday afternoon, January the 29th of 2023 at 3 o'clock p.m. Philly's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. One of our sources likes Philly to win by about four points. San Francisco may not go away that easy, though. We'll see what happens. The later game, which is the AFC Championship game, uh, Patrick Mahomes, a high ankle sprain, but apparently he's feeling better now as this week continues, getting ready for the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs game. The Chiefs 15-3, and three, the Bengals 14-4. and four. Patrick Mahomes hurt his ankle. Uh, I think it was Arden Key that fell on his leg or ankle, and he got a kind of a high ankle sprain. Um, we, we, we saw a former Jaguars backup quarterback a long time backup quarterback Chris Henney drive the ball down the field and Henney and the Chiefs scored a touchdown when Mahomes was out, but then Mahomes came back in and you know Mahomes threw a couple of touchdown passes in the game too. So 
Um, the Chiefs have, have earned their way to the AFC Championship game for the fifth year, five years in a row. The Chiefs have been in this AFC Championship game. The Cincinnati Bengals 14-4 and at the Kansas City Chiefs 15-3. and um, This one's even tighter than the NFC Championship game. Uh, KC is actually only a one-and-a-half point favorite in this game. I don't really have a a real opinion on this game. Man, Cincinnati played well against Buffalo. A lot of people like KC, but you got two quarter, two really good quarterbacks going in this one. Cincinnati's got Joe Burrow and the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, just just watch it and enjoy it. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are 15-3. and three. The Bengals, 14-4. and four. Got The Chiefs are favored at this juncture on January the 27th as we do this podcast. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs are a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this particular game. So that is an absolute look at the uh, championship games, the NFC Championship game, San Francisco at Philadelphia at 3 o'clock this Sunday, January the 29th of 2023. Cincinnati plays a later game, Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. This Sunday, January the 29th of 2023 at 6.30 p.m., Chiefs a one-and-a-half-point favorite in their game. And again, Philly a two-and-a-half-point favorite in their game as the Philadelphia Eagles host San Francisco at Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game. So that's the way the, you know, the final four teams look in the NFL. Winners of these two games advance, of course, to the Super Bowl. We will take a look at uh, some North Florida entertainment. A lot of stuff going on. The Icemen won their last game. They beat the South Carolina Stingrays a few days ago, 5-4, to four, I believe it was. Um, we'll take a look at North Florida entertainment. First of all, though, let me pull up the East Coast Hockey League. Um, what, what a great entertainment value for a family. Jacksonville Iceman Hockey at the arena at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena. The Icemen play in the East Coast Hockey League Southern Division. And we'll take a look at the standings. The latest game was played about four days ago. The Icemen won that one five to four. Um, There is a game. There's actually a game tonight. And it looks like the Icemen, the Icemen are on the road tonight. Jacksonville playing at Indianapolis in the East Coast Hockey League. That'll be at 7 o'clock tonight. That is a road game. So we'll keep an eye on that the next uh, podcast as well. But that game being played tonight on January the 27th, the Jacksonville Iceman at Indianapolis. We will take a look at the Southern standings, Southern Division standings of the East Coast Hockey League. What is the name of the Indianapolis team that the Icemen are going to be playing? Let me find that for you. I can't remember the name of the Indianapolis team. They're called the Indy Fuel. They're not even called Indianapolis. They're called the Indy, I-N-D-Y, Fuel. Kind of after Indy Racing, right? The Indy Fuel is the name of that team. The Indianapolis Fuel, or they're known as the Indy Fuel in the standings. And, hey, the Icemen are playing – they're going to play a difficult team. The Indy Fuel is leading their division with 27 wins, 11 losses, and one overtime loss. 
the Indy Fuel up there in the Central Division of the East Coast Hockey League. Meanwhile, in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League, you've got the Florida Everblades, top of the division, um, with 53 points, 53 total points in the standings in the East Coast Hockey League, Southern Division, Florida Everblades with 53 points, South Carolina Stingrays in second with 50 points, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits in third place with 49 points, the Atlanta Gladiators in fourth place with 48 points, the Jacksonville Icemen, fifth place with 47 points. The Icemen having a great year, though. They're in fifth place, but they're 23 and 13. 23 wins, 13 losses, and one overtime loss. So the Jacksonville Icemen in fifth place in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League. The Orlando Solar Bears in sixth place with 41 total points in the standings, while the Icemen are in fifth place. The Icemen have the Jacksonville Iceman at 47 total points in the standings. Orlando Solar Bears with 41 total points in the standings in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League. The uh, Savannah Ghost Pirates and you guys on the block, uh, they are the new team in the East Coast Hockey League, the Savannah Ghost Pirates with 31 total points in the standings. And they're, they're, in the, they're bringing up the rear in seventh place of the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League. We'll take a look at um, North Florida Entertainment. Uh, the Icemen are part of North Florida Entertainment. They play up in Indianapolis tonight against the Indy Fuel. Tough team from the Central Division of the East Coast Hockey League. So that's going to be a tough one. But we'll keep an eye on the scoreboard uh, much later tonight. Taking a look at some concerts. Um, in the local area, let's pull up some uh, concerts. Um, by the way, we'll, we had some cold temperatures, too, this morning on January the 27th. Friday morning, January the 27th, got down to 36 in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Lake City, Florida, got down to 32. Mayport, 44. Those are some of the temperatures I'm remembering kind of off the top of my head, you might say. Um let me see if I can pull up some of the rest of the temperatures, and we'll take a look at concerts, too. Man, got some good shows coming. Joan Jett coming to the area. Uh, four days ago, the Jacksonville Iceman got a huge 5-4 to four win on the road. Uh, we did report it a few days ago, but love reviewing a big Iceman win. The Jacksonville Iceman 5, the South Carolina Stingrays 4, final up in South Carolina. The Jacksonville Iceman play at Indianapolis tonight against the Indy Fuel on uh, January the 27th of 2023. Let's take a look at some of those early uh, temperatures. I saw the Iceman. The Iceman are also auctioning off an autograph puck. That looks like a lot of fun, too. The Jacksonville Iceman highly involved in the community. They do a lot of things for the fans. And it's probably one of the best family entertainment values out there in the whole area, out in North Florida. You're talking about the J Jacksonville Iceman hockey, great entertainment value where you can take most, you know, most of the time, most of the entire family. Early morning, low temperatures in our areas on Friday morning, January the 27th here in Jacksonville, Florida, World Headquarters, 36 degrees and clear. That was actually the official temperature at the Jacksonville International Airport. Jacksonville, Florida, 36 degrees and clear. Lake City, Florida, 
32 and cold over there where Mr. Saucer is, Saucerility and Capital. Lake City, Florida, 32 and cold. Atlanta, Georgia, 32 degrees and clear skies at 5.45 a.m. in the morning, on Friday morning, January the 27th of 2023. Uh, the coffee gang, coffee, uh, the coffee corner, coffee club in a pocket of South Southeast Alabama, Eufaula, Alabama. Let's see, Eufaula got down to 35 under clear skies and cold conditions. Apopka, Florida, clearing 44 degrees much earlier this morning at 5.47 a.m. on Friday morning, January the 27th of 2023. Columbus, Georgia, clearing 32 degrees much earlier this morning on January the 27th. St. Augustine, Florida, a little bit warmer air. St. Augustine, Florida, 41 cold degrees and clear skies. Mayport, Florida, 44 degrees. And let's see, up across state line, Savannah, Georgia, a cold 38 degrees under clear skies much earlier this morning at 6.10 a.m. on Friday morning, January the 27th of 2023. We are now going to check some of the latest uh, concerts out there in the area. We're going to do that uh, right now. We've got just enough time to you know, check out some concerts uh, from the local area. You can also check, you know, check our website, by the way, too. Um, for North Florida Entertainment, we do a lot of, uh, you know, North Florida Entertainment, you know, here in our area. And uh, we're going to pull up uh, some of the concerts coming up. There's some good ones. I mean, you got uh, St. Augustine's going to have the Beach Boys uh, coming in there. Um, Natalie Merchant's going to be in St. Augustine soon. Let's pull up the actual show dates where we can tell you when, when they're coming and who's coming with North Florida entertainment. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Here's some of the latest shows coming up. Okay. Here's shows that are scheduled in our area. Joan Jett appearing on Friday night, March the 3rd of 2023 at 8 o'clock PM at the historic Florida theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Plus, let me remind you about Mad Max's show. Plus the Mad Max mix internet radio, Wednesday night music request show can be heard from seven o'clock until nine o'clock PM. Eastern time. That is six o'clock until eight o'clock PM central time and can be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com or simply go to our website at bigjreport.com. Scroll the Neighbors 2 page or the Outside the Box uh, section of bigjreport.com and you'll find an easy-to-click-on link for the madmaxmix.weebly.com. That's Mad Max's Wednesday night, the Internet Radio Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max, the madmaxmix.weebly.com. Uh, here's an interesting one, Air Supply, on Friday night, January the 27th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Mad Max will love this one, Deep Purple. That's right, Deep Purple. Most everybody that's been around for any length of time knows about Deep Purple. Deep Purple from Smoke on the Water Fame. Deep Purple on Sunday night, February the 19th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. At the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Came across this one now, Beach Boys in St. Augustine, Florida. On Saturday night, February the 25th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. At the St. Augustine 
Florida Amphitheater in St. Augustine, Florida. That's at the St. Augustine Amphitheater. The Beach Boys in St. Augustine, Florida on Saturday night, February the 25th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the St. Augustine Amphitheater. Also, Journey and Toto. And that is going to be really a magnificent show. I mean, both of these groups, man, they've got uh, huge catalogs of songs. Toto with 99, Rosanna, Hold the Line, Journey, Don't Stop Believing, Open Arms, and Feeling That Way, and so many other great songs. Your chance to see uh, Toto and Journey, or Journey and Toto, if you will. Um, Let me pull up the date on this show again. Let's see, Journey and Toto coming to Jacksonville, Florida soon in just a few weeks from now on Sunday, February the 26th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena here in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Your chance to see them in North Florida. That's Journey and Toto. Also, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins will be at the Florida Theater. You know, he's known for... You know, his great song in the Top Gun movie. And he's done many, many other soundtracks like, you know, I am all right. Kenny Loggins, man. Top Gun music. Um, guy's been around forever. Kenny Loggins at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Just, nothing, nothing, bad, nothing against that, Kenny. Just glad you've been around for a long time. Kenny Loggins at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida on Sunday, March the 12th at 7 o'clock p.m. Here's another big one. The Eagles in the Hotel California tour will come to Jacksonville, Florida on Saturday night, March the 25th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Here's another good one. Natalie Merchant on Friday night, April the 28th of 2023 at the St. Augustine, uh, Florida, St. Augustine Amphitheater in St. Augustine, Florida. Expect a good show in that one. Uh, with Natalie Merchant, of course. And hey, we're going to check in with Dee Dee McDermott. Talk about the upcoming Hall of Fame trip going to Canton, Ohio. Let's do that now. And uh, we appreciate you listening in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Let me let me tell you, we're talking to Dee Dee McDermott. We're back at it again. And uh, Dee Dee, we were talking to you and I just kind of off the air for a moment. We're talking about what you'll be able to see at the Hall of Fame. You're going you're gonna to take a tour of the Pro Football Hall of Fame and tell everybody what they're going to see when they go in there. Okay. When you come to the Football Hall of Fame, you will see the bus. You, you can sit down in, in the theaters and see films from all the Super Bowls. Each one of the players will have his own little situation. We can see how he made it to, to the Hall of Fame. It is a beautiful situation for a football fan or any sports fan who has never been there. People live their lives talking about football, but I'm trying to bring you to the Football Hall of Fame so you can experience something that when you come back, you can tell your friend, you should have came with me. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. A lot of people never go. Some people might go once, and then there's people that have been there numerous times, of course. What about the voters? Are you very familiar with the voters that vote for the Hall of Fame, for the players? Well, the voters who vote for the Hall of Fame 99% of the time are sports writers. Not many players are on on the board. 90% of the people who vote for the people who get inducted in the Hall of Fame are sports writers. I got you. 
So when you take the trip, and Dee Dee's going to have some some coach buses headed up that way uh, from North Florida, Jacksonville. We will be taking Academy Coach Comfort Coaches. You can sleep in it, love it, and by the time you wake up, we'll be in Canton. Hey, you could probably sleep on a bus better than you can sleep on a plane. Much better because the chairs go back a little bit further than the airplane because you got somebody behind you with big knees. Oh, I got you. We're talking to Dee Dee McDermott. Pro Football Hall of Fame trip. We, we we can get it down to the dates June 8th through June the 12th, right? It is June 8th to June 12th. Cook them along with us. We have 200 seats and we would love to fill them. We would like to make our first entree into this situation in Jacksonville and, and Southern Georgia a huge success. And we're talking about four days and three nights. It's going to be a lot of fun. Free breakfast, I think you said, in the morning. Free breakfast every day. Every day. Free breakfast every day, round trip comfort coach from Jacksonville to Canton, four days, three nights at the fabulous Baymont Hotel in Canton, Ohio, coach transportation and admission into the Hall of Fame Museum. Let me me ask you this, Didi, we talked about this earlier when we, you know, a couple of months ago we did interviews, you and I uh, at the same location. What I was going to ask you is... The Tom Benson Stadium, I looked it up, it holds about 23,000 fans. It's an intimate stadium, intimate atmosphere. It's probably like a really large high school stadium, but they play an NFL exhibition preseason game there. It's the very first preseason game. And tell us how close uh, Tom Benson Stadium is to the actual Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, in Tom Benson Stadium, it's about maybe five blocks from from the museum. You can walk to it and walk back. When you go into Tom Benson, the Hall of Fame Stadium, they're going to take you on a tour, and they're going to show you everything. The background, the locker rooms, everything. It's a beautiful place to go. I hope you come with me. So it sounds like you might be spending one of the days uh, at the stadium there. Out of the four days, one one is going to be at the stadium. One's going to be at the museum. We'll take you shopping if you want to go. And then you could just relax and and enjoy yourself. Now, are they? Do they have like gift shops there? If you want to get a, a like a souvenir, yes. they have fabulous gift shops at the Hall of Fame at Tom Benson Stadium. Yeah. You will go there and bring things back that will make your friends jealous. <laughs> well, and I was, you know, my executive producer, he's a Buffalo Bills fan, and I know he would love to go. I don't know if he'll make this trip or not, but he would love to go. And there's several other people I know that would love to go. And if they're they're kind of on the fence about going, what would you tell them to make them say, hey, let's go ahead and go? What I would tell you is this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime situation. You, you watch football 16 games or more a year. You talk about football. You argue about football. This is the time for you to go and see the Pro Football Hall of Fame, where all your heroes are enshrined. And you can bring a, a memory back that you can keep forever. Yeah, let me ask you this. Was, was Jerry Rice a pretty good receiver? Jerry Rice was a damn good receiver. <laughs> a matter of fact, some people say he was the best. Yeah. That might be argued, but he has the rings to talk about. Yeah, he, he does. Jerry Rice, and he's already been enshrined. And now, when we talk about the local teams... Here in Jacksonville, we talked about the Jaguars. Tony Baselli finally got in. It took him, you know, I thought he should have got in a couple of years earlier. He got in in the 2022 class. 
realistically, and I know you're following the Hall of Fame now, DD, since you've been putting the trip together. What is the realistic expectations? Because I know Fred, from what I've heard, Fred's not going to get in in 2023 is what I've been told. What is the, the expectations for a running back like Fred Taylor to get in in the next couple of years or even wide receiver Jimmy Smith? Because those guys have the numbers. Well, on Fred, Fred will be a shoe-in for the next ballot. Now, now mention Smith. That might be a little more iffy than Fred because Fred was a little more clean cut. And he, he stayed to the best more than, than Smith was. Yeah. But Fred's going to get in on the next ballot. I will say this about Jimmy Smith. He played a lot of games for the Jaguars. I mean, a lot of games. And I saw a stat on Jimmy Smith. There was maybe 10 guys that had done this. Jimmy Smith had nine seasons of 1,000 yards. Or, or more nine what is that nine 1,000 yard seasons that's pretty good with one team that is amazing with any team especially with a team that was not in contention for a long time he had to go out there and catch a lot of balls and get a lot of hits so that thousand yards nine years in a row in anybody's book should be in a hall of fame but like you say politics will be in everything Okay, one more time, Dee Dee. Why don't you tell them what they're gonna get when the, when they take your trip? They're gonna, you know, they're gonna be leaving in a bus, a nice coach from from Jacksonville in North Florida, and and there's people out there from the Panhandle, South Georgia. They could come down and take advantage of the trip too. I like I said, I'm appealing to all of Florida and Southern Georgia, all the football fans, high school, college, whatever. The trip is six hundred dollars. It's round trip comfort coach from Jacksonville to Canton. Four days and three nights at the fabulous Baymont Hotel in Canton. Coach transportation and admission to the Hall of Fame Museum. Every day you're going to get a hot breakfast and you're going into the Tom Benson football stadium and it's going to give you a tour, something you'll never forget. I tell you what, and Didi, you're going to be running the trip, so they're definitely going to meet you, and uh, you're going to be kind of, you're going, to, you're going to kind of be like the uh, Maitre D. Yes, I am. I'll be there, and if you have any problem, you can let me know. And I also have a very good payment schedule for you, so it won't hurt your pocket each time. We got to do it now because June is coming up very soon. Okay, Didi, give them your contact information in the phone number, email address, etc. My contact information is. My e- email address is D-A-W-N-M-C-D-E-R-M-O-T-T-32218 at yahoo.com. And my phone number is 904-442-3810. Thank you. Okay, Dee McDermott, thank you for joining us on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. It's been a pleasure having you with us. You know a lot of sports. You've played the game of baseball. You've been a, you've been a fan. I go... I tell you what, <laughs> that's a car. It's, it gets kind of loud out here with Dee Dee and I are doing the interview, but uh, we've had a lot of, we've had a list of pretty good location actually where we're at. It gets a little loud sometimes. So Dee Dee, uh, again, the buses are going to be traveling from North Florida and Jacksonville and headed up to Canton, Ohio. How long of a bus trip is it? 13 hours, 13 hours. So what we're going to do is we're going to leave at night. So by the time you wake up, we'll be there. Be there in Canton, Ohio. If you have any questions, call D.D. McDermott. Uh, D.D., give him the phone number one more time. Phone number is 904-442-3810.
3810. And like I said, I'm appealing to the people in Jacksonville and Georgia to help me. Anybody who can bring me 10 people, I will bless you with compensation. Oh, yeah. He's talking about some pretty sizable change. Right. We're not talking about chump change or anything like that. D.D. McDermott, contact him. Because, I, you know, the more I think about this, D.D., if you're a football fan, even if you're just a big-time football fan or even just a marginal football fan, anybody would enjoy this trip. Anybody would enjoy it. Anybody who's a football fan, and like, and like Scott said, big-time, small-time, college, pros, this is a trip for somebody who likes football. This will bless you with a situation that you can keep in your memory banks forever. And you know what I like about it, too? And this is, I don't know how you feel about it, but there's a lot of players that are in the Hall of Fame that sadly have passed on. Walter Payton comes to mind, and, and many, many others. Uh, you got uh, Green Bay's old coach that passed away. I know he's in the Hall of Fame, uh, Vince Lombardi. And you're going to get these guys. That, Dwight Clark, that's right. He made the catch, right? And I, I'm going to tell you, they, these guys all their lives and their football careers have been captured i mean basically at the pro football hall of fame in canton ohio now not just the football fans all of the ex-football players high school college semi-pro pro i'm sure that you would like to see the situation too because you've been told about it now you have an opportunity to go now one last thing i want to talk to you about and i know that when people call you or they email you i know they like to talk sports they want to know about um they want to know about the trip the cost any concerns that they may have and you can answer all those questions obviously um as far as these players that have have passed on i mean and there's been quite a few of them but it's history we're talking about sports and football history with stats and films and um, and, and also, I was going to say something something else, the fact that I'm sure, and I may be wrong, because I've never been up there before either, but I am sure there are some, some pro football players that come in and out of that place, and you may get to meet some guys, right? When we get to, the, when we get to Kent, there are football pros who come back and forth all the time, and you may walk into one of the people that you've been idolizing your entire life, and you can take a picture, and you know that's something you'll hold on for the rest of your life. And like it's just like going to Hollywood. You may run into a star no matter where you go. And you know you might want to have you might want to have a mini helmet or or a football for people to sign. That's right. All the things that you football fans, like I said, not just fans, anybody who loves football, ex-football players, this is a trip for you. I came down here from New York to bring this to the South and the crazy football people down here because I knew they, a lot of them just have never gone. Now I'm giving you an opportunity. That's right. D.D. McDermott, thank you for joining us on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I know you listen to our podcast, too, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mr. Scott. See you soon. Okay. Thank you so much, D.D. McDermott. You've been listening to our special interview with D.D. McDermott with the Elegant Time Travel You know, it's always been a tongue twister to me. Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment. That's right. And the phone number again, D.D.? 904-442-3810. Email address D-A-W-N-M-C-D-E-R-M-O-T-T-32218 at yahoo.com. And let me tell everybody that's listening, and we got a lot of listeners in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, uh, 
Ohio. We've got listeners in Ohio, uh, New York, uh, state of Washington, Texas, New York. A uh, good friend of ours, comedian Miller Mark, listens up in the New York area, and he's a busy guy up in New York. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you that, hey, this is an opportunity for you to go somewhere maybe you've never been. And again, like like you stated, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. A lot of times people who love sports have never gone to the enshrinement of the sport that they love the most. Here's the football crazy South, Southern Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Come and go with me to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, June 8th to June 12th. You'll not regret it. Okay, we look forward to it again. Dee Dee McDermott, thank you for joining us on the joining us on the Team Shirt Report podcast. And hey, you'll be hearing this interview on our podcast. And contact Dee Dee for your chance to go to the Hall of Fame. You can also write to me, Scott at BigJReport.com. If you write to me and say you want to go, I'll make sure that uh, we get the info over to Dee Dee going to work together on this to make it a great trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame up in Kent, Ohio, June the 8th through June the 12th, four days, three nights, I believe. Okay, Didi, thank you for joining us. Scott, appreciate it. See you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to our podcast episode of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I want to thank Didi McDermott for doing the interview with us. Go Jags! Go Jags, right? Didi, now Didi picked Kansas City to win, but there's a lot of people picking Kansas City to win this this particular game because it's an easy prediction. And so because they beat them before, but I say the Jaguars going to give them everything they need. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're going to we're going to be watching the game here in just a few minutes. When you're hearing Didi's interview, you know you may have already had found out who the how the game came out. But uh, you know the Jags have had a great season. They made it to the final eight. Of the, you never expected that, did you? Jags have won their last seven out of eight games. I don't think anybody was looking for that. And I had a six-game winning streak to boot. And uh, you know they, you've never, I, you haven't heard of too many teams that start out two and six and then make the playoffs. You can name them on your one hand and take three, three pennies away. Okay, Didi, thank you again for joining us on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the interview we did with Didi. And uh, we've got more podcast episodes coming up. Good luck to the Jags. What a great season the Jaguars have had. And we'll continue with the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. Thank you for tuning in and listening in. Hey, we enjoyed our interview with Dee Dee McDermott. We did that interview with Dee Dee uh, the day the Jaguars played at Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium. Unfortunately, the Jaguars lost to KC 27-20 in that game. The Jaguars finished in the top eight of the NFL, though. Buffalo Bills finished in the top eight of the NFL, too. Giants went down to defeat in the divisional round to Philadelphia. And let's see, now you're down to four teams in the playoffs. Cincinnati had beaten Buffalo to get to the final four. KC defeated our Jaguars. Uh, Philadelphia, an easy, like, 38-7 winner over the New York Giants. San Francisco eliminated the boys. That's right, San Francisco 49ers eliminated the Dallas Cowboys 19-12. And so then there were four in the games this Sunday. 
Philadelphia Eagles hosting San Francisco. San Francisco 15 and 4 at Philadelphia 15 and 3 this Sunday, January 29th of 2023 at 3 o'clock p.m. And then the late game. We talked about these games a little bit earlier in the podcast. Cincinnati Bengals 14 and 4 playing at Arrowhead at the Kansas City Chiefs 15 and 3. I remember they built Arrowhead Stadium around 71. I think they started playing games in there maybe in 1972. They built that stadium right after the Kansas City Chiefs, right after the Kansas City Chiefs won their first Super Bowl back in 1970 when the Chiefs beat the Vikings. It was the first Super Bowl game I had ever seen as a kid. I was six or seven years old at the time. So that's what's coming up, Final Four of the NFL. You got San Francisco at Philadelphia for the NFC title game, AFC title game, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Want to hit our shout-out list. Thank thank you guys for all listening. And if you're listening now, man, you've listened to almost the entire podcast. We congratulate you. Miller Mark, our comedian friend up in New York. Hello to Miller. Richard Oliver, always a pleasure to run across you in our in our BigJReport.com Facebook group. Uh, I want to say hello to Enrique Crumbs. Enrique Crumbs plays a lot of indoor arena semi-pro football. He's been around a while. He's played for the Southern Steam, many, many other teams uh, as well. Um, He played for a team in Mississippi last year. I'm about to ask him who he's going to play for this year, but the Mississippi team, and he's played, I mean, he's played for numerous teams. Um, Enrique Crumbs. David Martin, hello to you. I think David's coming out of retirement uh, to play in the APDFL. Chris Bowman. Hello to you. Chris Bowman's involved with the Jaguars Facebook group. And it is the, I believe it's the 904 group, right? Yeah, it's the um, 904 for life. It's actually called Jaguar Life 904. I like to salute some of the Jaguars Facebook groups. Um, They got it. You know, there's a lot of interesting debate in the Jaguars Facebook groups. A lot of groups put up rules because there's some things that absolutely, let's see, no hate speech or bullying, be kind and courteous. I can't, I think that kind of goes without saying those are some of the Jaguar Life 904 rules. Um, and, you know, um, there's a lot of great Jaguars groups. Jaguars Let's Go is a real good group with Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown's been a little bit under the weather lately. We're going to keep Jerry Brown in our thoughts and prayers. Uh, Robert Irwin helps out in that group too. Uh, Jaguars Let's Go. Um, again, some of the new groups out there include Jaguar Life 904. Um, let's see. And, you know, Greg Bowen is in that group. It works really hard in that group, actually. They got they got a lot of new members going in. But there's a lot of Jaguars groups. Uh, I want to say hello to uh, Chris, uh, Chris Bowman. Uh, Chris kind of is the administrator of that group. Jaguar Life 904. Chris Bowman, good guy. And uh, he's, uh, I believe he's in our group too, BigJReport.com Facebook group, BigJReport.com Facebook group. Our group's a little different because we talk about the Jaguars every day. But we also talk about events, North Florida Entertainment, uh, news, sports and sports, more sports, uh, weather, weather. Uh, 
movies, entertainment, bigjreport.com Facebook group. Check us out. Over 1,400 members in the group now. We say hello to, uh, again, Greg Bowen, Chris Bowman, uh, Richard Oliver, Ellis Smith, Ray Jenny. I had a I had a conversation earlier this morning with a friend of mine on Facebook, Devin Wilson, who's played wide receiver for many years in the National Arena League. And um, I, I did extend to Devin Wilson the possibility of doing an interview in the future. That'd be great if he, you know, if we're able to work it out. If he's able to do it, we were able to work out uh, the time element for both of us. That would be good. But the messaging. You know, obviously, the messaging on on Facebook, you know, is good as is is good. Also, um, Devin Wilson, I was asking him if he's going to be playing for the Sharks or somebody else, and Devin uh, Devin Wilson said he won't sign. He won't sign until June. That's uh, what he sent message to me. That's a little bit later in the season, so uh, he says he won't sign until. June. That's what he wrote to me. Um, Cause I asked him, I said, are you planning? Are you pla- Are you playing with the sharks or someone else's this year? Devin, Devin says I won't sign until June. Okay. And so I'll write back to Devin. I'll say, so June um, would be late in the indoor season. Okay. There's because I mean, Devin Wilson, man, he's been an incredible indoor uh, football receiver for, for many, many years, actually played for the sharks. Um, I've, I've at sharks games. I've seen where they've auctioned off, you know, an autographed Devin Wilson Jersey. That's gone for, I think well over $2,000 after a game. So some pretty, some pretty, some pretty cool stuff, actually. So we do try to give you the latest information on the Teal Shirt uh, Report podcast. I want to say hello on our shout out list to Ella Smith, Chris Bowman, Greg Bowen, um, Lehman Northway, who's, you know, had an illness for a number of years. He's been tough, man. He's fought through it. And big Jaguars fan, Lehman Northway. Good to have you tuned into the podcast. Terry Knott, hello to you. Robert Irwin with Jaguars Let's Go. William uh, Curtis Kears with Duval Daily. Hello to you, William Curtis Kears. David Monk Rickley. Hello to you. Miller Mark, our comedian friend up in New York. John Gaylor, who I played fantasy football with the last couple of years. Hope that continues. And John Gaylor gives me a lot of good stats, information, and great friendship and conversation. We're able to kind of bring that uh, to you in our podcast as well. Uh, to a lot of people that get involved and help us out with information, conjecture, opinion, and that's what it's all about. So, John Gaylor, hello to you on our shout-out list. David Monk Rickley, Mary Lou Halub, again, Lehman Northway. You're definitely in my thoughts and prayers, sir. Kenneth Harris from the Dirty Dirty. He lives in South Georgia. He kind of matriculates across the uh, state line into Duval during Jaguars games. And hope I didn't miss anybody. Greg Bowen, again, hello to you. Enrique Crumbs. Brother George Bowen, 18-year veteran of semi-pro football and indoor arena football, the all-time 
safeties later with 18 safeties in like 18 years of indoor arena and semi-pro outdoor football. 18 safeties in 18 years. That's pretty tremendous. I want to say hello to Chris Parker and TJ Overman from our BigJReport.com Facebook group. They play for the local North Florida band Psychic Deli. We're hoping to get some uh, some new concert dates um, soon that will develop from North Florida's local band Psychic Deli. Um, I know that uh, Chris Parker told me they're going to be playing a show this summer. I believe in June they're going to be playing and in, in, actually playing in Houston, Texas. But I'm sure there'll be some Jacksonville, Florida or Atlantic Beach, Florida shows. Perhaps they'll be back at the Voussoir soon. We'll let you know when they are. And again, Jerry Brown, got you in our thoughts and prayers. Um, April Kozak, sometimes we get the names mixed up. Um but we're saying hello to most most everybody on our shout-out list. Ray Jenny, hello to Ray Jenny. Uh, Terry Knott, I think I got just about everybody in today. If I miss somebody, again, you know, I do apologize. We'll catch you on the next go-around if we missed you this time on our, on our Teal Shirt Report podcast shout-out list. Special thanks to our producers. want to thank Alex Nunry helping to produce our uh, podcast. And we also want to thank JC, our executive producer of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This has been episode show number 12. Joe Namath was, uh, I think, the first number 12 I remember of all the number 12s. There were a lot of number 12s that played quarterback. I think Jim Kelly with Buffalo was number 12, right? Jim Kelly with Buffalo. Man, there was numerous guys that wore 12. Terry Bradshaw with the Steelers wore number 12 as well. Um, Jim Kelly played his last football game against the Jaguars, right? Um, so, uh, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly wore number 12. He did wear number 12 and Terry Bradshaw wore number 12. And, um, who else wore number 12? Joe Namath was the first guy we remember. Um, Terry Bradshaw played a long time with the Steelers, wore number 12. Um, and let's see. I'm not, I'm not the biggest, as a lot of people know, I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan, but didn't Tom wear number 12 too? And is he still going to be playing next year? That's, that's up for debate and up for the questions. I think he played his last year in Tampa Bay. Does he play one more year? Maybe somewhere else. But there's a few number twelves. I know I missed. I know I missed somebody that wears number twelve. If I miss somebody, let me know. Scott at bigjreport.com. That's my email address. Scott at bigjreport.com. Thank you for listening to the podcast again. A special thank you to our producers Alex Nunnery. Also to our executive producer, JC, and thank you so much for listening to episode show number 12 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're in our fourth season. Can you believe that? Jaguars had a great year finishing 10 and 9, 9 and 8 in the regular season, 1 and 1 in the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah, the Jaguars made the playoffs, and I was not expecting it. I thought my prediction was 8 and 9 with the Jaguars just barely missing the playoffs, but they made the playoffs. Not only did the Jaguars make the playoffs, but they won a playoff game. And 
I was kind of thinking the Jaguars, I was hoping the Jaguars would finish in second place, at least in the AFC South. Heck, they won the division. We're going to talk about the AFC South division, I think, on the next podcast, because there's some, you know, there's four teams in the division. We're going to kind of talk about the division, I think, on the next podcast, the AFC South division. So come back, episode show number 13. You know, that was another guy that I was thinking about when I started thinking about all these guys that wear number 12. It was a very popular number as far as especially for quarterbacks. And then there's this guy that I was trying to think what number he wore, Dan Marino, who played many, many years for the Miami Dolphins. He played many, many years for the Miami Dolphins. In fact, his last game, as we know, was a squish the fish game when the Jaguars demolished the Dolphins many, many years ago. It was Dan's last game. He wore number 13. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So we, we may have to remember Dan Marino with our next episode as we've got episode show number 13 coming up next on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. So whether you come back in a few minutes, a few hours, or maybe the next day, hey, we'll have another episode coming up real soon for you right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Our show's been eloquently produced by Alex Nunnery and also by our executive producer, JC. By the way, Alex's interviews, um, you can go to our, our website, at bigjreport.com. In fact, probably the best way to listen to this podcast now is just simply go to our website and scroll the homepage. We're very high up on the homepage. Uh, you start scrolling the homepage and you'll see our Duval hats and the Tilshire Report podcast. Just click on the, I think when you, when you scroll the homepage, you'll find like a little click on arrow to start the podcast and you, and you can listen to it. So you go to our homepage at bigjreport.com. You'll find a lot of a lot of good things on our website, the Teal Shirt Report podcast, lakeyfallhits.com, great internet radio where it's all good, the Mad Max mix.weebly.com, internet radio Wednesday night music request show. You'll find D.D. McDermott's phone number to contact D.D. about the Hall of Fame trip. And uh, so much more, so much more. Um, Saucerility and Capital, the link to their website right in the middle of our 24-7 North Florida weather information. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, a special thank you to John Gaylor, also to our producers, Alex Nunry and our executive producer, JC. You guys have a great day. Again, I'm out of here. My name's Scott. I'm your host and uh, humble servant for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And yes, this, this has been the conclusion now of episode show number 12, season number four, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We'll be back real soon to do the next episode. Come back, come back again and check in with us. This has been the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. Wait a second, quick encore, quick encore. I think I might have left Bobby Ide's name off the uh, shout out list. Bobby Ide, hello to you. want to say hello to my, my new wife, Aline. Asky, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast, too. You know I love you. And uh, all you guys listening to the podcast, hey, thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to do it this time around. Episode show number 12, season number four, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. As Gomer Pyle once said, hootie hoot, we're gone until next time. I think it was Gomer Pyle that said that, right? Hey, have a great day. This is the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Mm-hmm.